Well, I don't trust Red Wing. You Hold don't, on a minute. You don't trust you don't Red have Wing. To trust Red Wing. You don't have to. But I'm gonna go see if he's right. Cause I have a feeling they might be a part of the big three: androids, aliens, and wizards. <laughs> it's true. That, that, that is the big three. No, it's it not. Is. Every time we fight, we fight one of the three. So who are you fighting now, Gandalf? I read the Hobbit. There are no wizards. Doctor Strange is a sorcerer. <laughs> a sorcerer is a wizard without a hat. Think about it. I just I just came up with that. It's crazy. Welcome back to New Rockstars. Marvel's The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the next MCU chapter following WandaVision with Falcon, Sam Wilson, and the Winter Soldier Bucky Barnes teaming up on a mystery mission involving the return of Zemo from Civil War and the whole legacy of Captain America. While promising to be a more grounded, straightforward action series compared to the craziness of WandaVision, we have also been promised a story deeply rooted in Marvel lore. And by the end of this episode, I will reveal what new crackpot fan theory train I'm going to be chugging away along. This is Inside Marvel, New Rockstar's official after show for The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm Eric Voss, and here with me for the next several weeks to break down this series is MT, aka Mastertainment. Hey, what, man. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Eric? I love making nerd content with you, so let's get into it. I just... This is gonna be good. I feel it. Oh, I feel it too, man. This is this is so great. We've loved having you on uh, as a guest for New Rock Stars and past shows, past episodes of Rogue Theory and Big Question. And uh, you just seem to like get the insane <laughs> level of attention to detail we put into this. Sometimes, you know, going too far into a theory and getting debunked on the other side, but taking it in stride and then getting back up and keep going. It's because we can I'm do insane, this all day. Eric. It's mostly because I'm insane. Um, I'm just yeah, insane insanity. Yeah, insanity is definitely part of the part of the madness. That, that sentence was insane. <laughs> I, I understood what you said though, because we speak the same insane that's language. That's right. That's so. right. Oh yeah. So uh, together, Empty uh, and I are going to react to each episode as it comes out, and we're going to do our best to answer your biggest WTFs. Which for this show, it, we are going to change it so that it will now stand for "What the Falcon." <laughs> Subject to change. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I don't know if you saw, like, uh, I grew up watching uh, R-rated movies uh, edited for TV on, like, TBS and TNT, and they always swap in different F-words for <laughs> the F-word. So, like, the I think it was on Die Hard 2 where he says, yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. With totally something that normal people say when they're just at the yeah, Oh, absolutely. Anger. I'm just like, Oh, hey, I said that. You know what? Some car cut me off the other day. I was like, yippee-ki-yay, Mother Mr. Falcon. And mm -hmm. he was like, how did you know my name was? Mr. Falcon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Pepper was on the other side of you going, do a barrel roll. <laughs> Just like, oh, this is a dream. I'm in a dream. It's like, I'm, oh, I'm having a, a minor uh, stroke. This is, uh, all these people don't, are not real. <laughs> So you are listening to our preview show to catch you up on everything you need to know going into the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And MT and I are going to try to explain how this show is going to change the MCU forever. It's going to be a big game changer. It's oh, yeah. It's going to be a pretty sure. big deal. For making uh, sure. So we are also simulcasting this live on Stereo. Stereo is the free podcasting platform where you can interact with us in real time, sending us voice messages that we will air and respond to live. Be sure to download the Stereo app by going to Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. We're going to do a special bonus Q&A uh, segment exclusive for our listeners on Stereo, and that will air as a video on the main channel on Sunday. Uh, so if you missed it, uh, be sure to join Stereo, and then you can get your question 
read on the channel in a future episode. So, Empty, let's dive right into this. Let's, let's start with, what the Falcon is this show? <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad you asked that, Eric. Well, following <laughs> Avengers Endgame, Sam and Bucky are dealing with the legacy of Captain America's shield, obviously, because mm. we saw at the end of Endgame, Cap was mm. like, hmm, have this shield. It's pretty good. You could put a, you could have a meal on it. You could throw it. It's just, <laughs> it's just fantastic. So old, <laughs> old man Cap gave it to Sam, who felt like it didn't belong to him. But Bucky gave an approving nod, so. Yes, a very important nod, because you know there were fans in the audience who were like, how does Bucky feel about this? <laughs> right. Shield should go to Bucky. Oh, Bucky nodded. Okay, I'm cool with it. Like, Bucky's Bucky cool was the first it. best friend. He was here first. He gets dibs on the shield first, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Bucky and Sam have always kind of had this love-hate relationship, and really it has been defined by their relationships with Steve Rogers. Like, Bucky, as you said, he was Steve's friend. He was the old friend. He was there when he grew up. He helped uh, fend off bullies. Uh, and he's really defined by the good old days, the good old days of World War II. A lot of horrible things happened, but, oh, you know, we look yeah, back on it. Not a great time. He rose-tinted glasses, <laughs> nostalgia is. Um, but Sam kind of came in there as Steve's new friend at, like, the new school. And, mm. you know, and that's all he cares about now. Always on his <laughs> left, ain't he? Um, <laughs> then, uh, really, he's defined by what we knew of Steve Rogers after he came out of the ice. You know, the right. kind of modern rebirth. He was the first uh, superhero or a friend who really understood Steve. Because until that moment, until he found that friend jogging around DC, he didn't really have anyone on the Avengers who really got him and what no. his struggle was. And then in Civil War, you know, Sam and Bucky had a lot of moments together. They bickered in the backseat of that tiny VW bug. <laughs> Just that moment of them looking at Steve um, making out with his grandniece maybe um yeah they, it was really they were weird. like yeah incest <laughs> we're getting real uh you know game of thrones here yeah a little bit alternate alternate timeline alternate timeline that <laughs> makes everything okay yeah so really this whole series the falcon winter soldier is meant to be a sequel to those moments in in the cap films and in like infinity war and endgame like it's growing out of those moments yeah for sure 100% sure. Like, it's, it's, it's going to be really cool to see, like, callbacks to those moments that, of what, those, mm -hmm. like, Falcon and, and uh, you know, Winter Soldiers, I just I guess I should say Sam and Bucky moments um, yeah. in the series. And, like, they just, I like their chemistry. Even though they don't like each other, like, there's this weird, like, um, I love you, but I, I hate you type deal going on. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I like this relationship. Let's see yeah. how this goes. But let's talk about Bucky real quick. Bucky, James Buchanan Barnes. I don't know if you guys knew that's where Bucky comes from. Buchanan. Yeah. So. One, of the, one of the best or presidents <laughs> no one knows anything about. Right. <laughs> Couldn't tell you a single thing about that Buchanan no. guy. Anyway, Bucky, James Buchanan Barnes was Steve's lifelong best friend and fellow soldier during World War II. They served in the trenches together, shot a bunch mm -hmm. of Nazis. It was fantastic. Yeah. Then, um, unfortunately, not so fantastic, he got abducted by Hydra and um, got turned into this mind-controlled assassin, the Winter Soldier, by Arnim Zola which was, mm -hmm. um, you know, just a little side project for Zola. He was just like, let's just make some super soldiers. Why not? <laughs> you don't have an arm. Don't worry about it. I'll make you a new arm. Still, totally I'll get you an arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Steve's loyalty to Bucky was the primary wedge in Civil War, as, as you guys remember, and especially when it was revealed that Bucky straight up murdered Tony Stark's parents in cold Ooh. blood in that tragic, yeah. tragic uh, motor vehicle accident. Um, that yeah. was com a complete accident, and Bucky yeah. didn't punch anybody in the face repeatedly. Not at all. Nobody was doing. It was a complete accident. Um, so Bucky and Steve and Sam have remained fugitives ever since, in, vi in direct violation to the Sokovia Accords. And then Bucky uh, yes. was recovering in Wakanda, of course, um, as we saw in the beginning of Infinity War. 
and um, getting a new vibranium arm, which is a custom to Wakanda. You just come to Wakanda, they give you some lemonade and a new yeah. vibranium arm. You need That's a just... vibranium arm? We'll get you a vibranium right? arm. It's hey, just, it's Joey, just get him a vibranium arm. Get this exactly. man a vibranium arm. Yeah. Exactly. It's just, just hospitality. That's what you do. Yeah. Um, and so he was recovering in Wakanda, and he was the first character that we saw dust in Infinity War. Ah, yes, that's right. Which is uh, a nice uh, parallel to uh, Sam Wilson, because Sam Wilson was the first Avenger voice we heard on the other side of the blip coming out of that. So they kind of bookended it for Cap, you know, both uh, the guy who left him and the guy who came back. It was, it's interesting parallelism there. Uh, but let's talk about Sam Wilson. This guy, uh, Mr. On Your Left, was an Air Force pararescue airman. He was part of the XO7 Falcon team. He had a, a wingman named Riley who uh, was gunned down, unfortunately, Ooh, uh, during a mission. Very sad. Uh, and then Wilson, out of that, became a veteran counselor. And that's kind of how he met Steve. They were they were jogging around D.C. And uh, they had this nice friendship. And he kind of was able to connect with Steve in that moment in a way that no one else in this modern era was able to connect with him. Uh, and then in this amazing Winter Soldier movie, uh, Steve uh, was helped by Sam alongside Black Widow when they were on the run when... Uh, when S.H.I.E.L.D. was revealed to be corrupted by HYDRA. Uh, and then uh, he was briefly in Avengers Age of Ultron, and that's kind of where he became an official Avenger by the yeah. end of that movie. Mm -hmm. We caught up with him at the beginning of Civil War, where he has this red wing drone. It was a reference to his actual Falcon friend yeah. in the comics. Amazing. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bit cooler. A bit something that like he can brag about uh, when he's trying to pick up women in a bar. Right. right. Like, I have a Falcon. <laughs> And then I, you know, some women might be like, yes, please. I mean, I don't bird. know if there's a lot of bird ladies out there, but hey. There's, there's some bird ladies. Here. I mean, there's, there's some, some bird ladies out there. <laughs> yeah. They go to the bar, too. Uh, and Civil Wars, <laughs> where, really, where we got to see uh, Sam and Bucky collide and, and have some great moments, specifically in the airport battle where the two of them just got straight up embarrassed by Spider-Man. <laughs> It was great. <laughs> it was pretty great. It's my favorite. They got some good hits on him, but Spider-Man, yeah, he's a child who <laughs> defeated yeah. them both. Uh, so by the end of the war, Cap freed Sam from the Raft prison. And uh, and then we catch up with them in Infinity War where they help uh, Wanda in Vision of WandaVision fame uh, in Edinburgh. <laughs> and, uh, and then, yeah, that movie ends with uh, Sam also dusting. Uh, but yeah, as I said, he was the first Avenger we heard return uh, that great radio message on your left. Uh, I love that the frequency that uh, Cap was on was the same frequency Sam was on when he was, you know, fighting alongside him five years ago. It's like right. Cap left the signal on. He's like, maybe just in case they return. Right. The signal on frequency six. And then right. there's some truckers are like, hey, you on this one? He's like, can you get off? I'm waiting for my friend Sam to undust. Thanks. I appreciate it. He's like, I'm just waiting for my uh, my black friend that disappeared. Uh, can you just yeah. get off this line, please? Thank you. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, Okay. That was a great breakdown. Let's talk about Zemo, because Zemo's going to yeah. be in this too. And uh, yeah. Zemo is, of course, returning from Captain America Civil War and after trying to turn the Avengers against each other. Um, and he did a pretty good job. He did a very yeah, good job. There was a close. lot of punching. <laughs> um, so, but, uh, but also, he's uh, trying to get revenge for his family dying in the Battle of Sokovia, which was his main uh, motivations behind Civil War and yeah. his main motivations um, behind Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because he just does not like the Avengers at all. Doesn't yeah. mean this should exist. No heroes should exist. So uh -huh. he's just, you know, I'm gonna put on my purple mask and, you know, mess things up. Um, yeah, because yeah. he's, he's good at it. 
Um, and then he's, yeah. of course, um, when he framed Bucky for several war crimes, that's uh, that was a very good job on um, yeah. Zemo's part. And uh-huh. uh, he killed T'Chaka, which was very sad. Uh, Black Panther's yeah. father, if you don't remember. And uh, mm-hmm. it was a very touching moment. And I was just like, man, I got to call my dad. I got to call my dad right <laughs> yeah. now. Because, yeah. Uh, you never know. You never know. Uh, you never a Sokovian um, trooper might frame a, a Winter Soldier to exactly call him. your dad right now, everybody, because yeah. Zemo yes. might be coming for him. That's terrible. <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry. That's not true. Your dad's fine. Um, <laughs> and now, of course, he's wearing his uh, signature purple mask from the comics, which I was very much missing in uh, yes. Captain America: uh, Civil War. So we got I'm very it. Happy we're getting that. We got the purple mask, and I don't know how Marvel does this. They find a way to make it look cool. It it's looks like, so practical. <laughs> How do they do that? It's just the ridges. I think it's the ridges in it. Ripped. Right? It looks very, like, realistic and less stupid. Because in the comics, it's just like, why is he wearing this on his face? Yeah, it's just... Oh, it's just they don't have enough purple villains. It's true. We need more purple villains. Bring on the purple. Mm -hmm. Exclusively purple, honestly. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, another element to the Falcon Winter Soldier is we got this new Cap figure that actually trailers for this series have only shown little bits and pieces of, and that is U.S. Agent John Walker. It's going to be played by Wyatt Russell. Now, in the comics, this character starts as the name uh, Super Patriot. He's kind of like a wrestler, a self-made vigilante, whose whole goal is to try to make himself famous for being such a hero that he has to be the successor to Captain America. Um, now here he seems to they seem to be following a similar arc he's kind of a government pick successor for the Captain America title a sort of PR stuntman actually the way the government used Steve Rogers as a poster boy back in the 40s so really just like a cap and name only you would say Uh, and uh, there have been posters and trailers actually uh, showing up proclaiming cap is back uh, that have been tied this is the the US agent version of cap of John Walker, the, the U.S. agent, yeah. And then uh, the government, at the end of the day, for whatever reason, does not want Sam to be the next Cap. And Ooh. this series is going to go into the reasons why that might be the case. Come on, Uncle Sam. Let another Sam get a chance, all right? Come on. <laughs> Let nephew Sam have a turn at the wheel. Right? Jesus Christ, the government. Just kidding. <laughs> government. <laughs> Just kidding. Government's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very much, I'm very interested to see what, uh, how U.S. Agent is going to play yeah. into Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Because um, he just seems like a really just... I don't know what they're going to do with him. And like, there is like, people are like, are, is Sam even going to get the shield? Like there's like been talk about like, if, if uh, Sam Wilson is even going to uh, become Captain America, which I'm sure he will be because Kevin Feige yeah. has been very clear. He's, he's going to be Cap. Um, it would be very yeah. weird if he wasn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's either um, going to be at least to carry on the spiritual legacy of, yeah. of what Cap means to people. Sam seems to be the embodiment of that or hopefully oh, yeah. will be by the end of this. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, but there's also a new group called the Flag Smashers, led by Aaron Kellyman's character in the in the new Falcon and the Winter Soldier show. And they're based on the cat villain Flag Smasher in the comics. And his goal was to tear down all national flags and iconography and just, just to like unite the world under one common my mindset in general yeah these um, are the ones in the trailer that just have the red hand print on the face yeah. a lot of people are like oh that's gonna be the hand but uh, probably not right oh yeah that doesn't really match the whole hand yeah they're not ninja they're ninjas. not secret ancient ninjas <laughs> you wouldn't see them if they were the hand that's the thing the hand it's that should have been in the mcu from the beginning they're just so good that they have not left the shadow or they've been right Honestly, behind the cameraman the whole time if you're if you can see the hand you're probably on the ground in a pool of your own blood dying yep. from the hand yep, that's how you know um, <laughs> so yeah you're not gonna see the hand 
Uh-oh. That's how you know it's the hand. <laughs> That's how you know it's the hand. Why am I doing enchanted? What has happened to me? It's a, it's because of all that WandaVision. You got WandaVision theme song. It so is. now everybody Ow. needs a theme song. <laughs> oh, did the Lopez's do enchanted? Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. Maybe I'm just thinking they had worked with the Dina Menzel on Let It Go and she was in Enchanted. It's it's the multiverse is collapsing <laughs> in my brain, is what is happening. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> The uh, but yeah, you know this whole idea of like tearing down the flags. When you say that, MT, it kind of sounds like oh, this kind of sounds like a noble quest for a group of freedom fighters to go for. Of like, let's just like tear down warring nations and forget about these political divides and just see if there's things that we have in common. What's wrong with that? I know, right? It sounds noble, but uh, it seems like they're going about this through very radical means. Right, right. Um, they're, they're taking it to an extreme that I just can't get on board with that train. Now, yeah, I mean, like, I'm all about for, you know, you know, Michael Jackson's song, We are the world. We are the children. Yeah, I'm all for that, but with less, uh, you know, violence and explosions. Uh-huh. I mean, it's good to watch on Disney Plus from a distance, mm. but if I was living in a world with uh, flag smashers blowing shit up. I'd be like, I don't want, I don't want to go to the supermarket no. today. The flag smashers show up, yeah, yeah. And smash my groceries. Um. <laughs> they just, they just smash things. They take uh, gallons of milk and smash it. Flag smashers. They're like, are you really about the cause of tearing down uh, political divisions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's 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 part of it. But also, we're just, we're just like smashing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Their high school history teacher is like, you have to give a reason behind your smashing flag smashers. <laughs> okay, What's what the about, motivation? Uh, politics? <laughs> Sounds good. Smash. Politics is always a, a dicey subject, so just go with that. There will always be politics. <laughs> um, so what I'm one of the things I'm most excited about this series, MT, is how it's going to be expanding the map of the MCU. Um, right. You mentioned how you know Zemo's from Sokovia. In the trailer, there's a shot of him Stand in front of the Sokovian Memorial with a big crater lake, you know, behind him that looks like it could be part of the runoff of when that city smashed back into the terrain. Right. Uh, right. So I love that, like, both Falcon Winter Soldier and WandaVision are kind of revisiting Sokovia. I, there's more mm. to, like, explore there, and I hope this series does that. Um, but also this new fictional setting of Madripoor. So Madripoor right. is a criminal haven for the Marvel comics. It's its own island nation that's located near Singapore. And it is known for having connections to Wolverine and the Hand, as we mentioned, those ninjas <laughs> that you'll never see until they kill you. Uh, but a lot of people are saying this actually might be a, a small setup for Shang-Chi, which is uh, oh, going to be revolving shoot. around the Mandarin and the Ten Rings, who you know might be hosting this fighting tournament. Rumor has it on an island in the nearby South China Sea. So the Mandarin would be someone who would hang out in Madripoor. You know? Oh, for sure. It, we 100%. wouldn't be surprised to see him there. But also, Sharon Carter, the, the girl herself, uh, she is coming back along nice. with Batrock the Leaper. I loved the fight between Captain <laughs> and America Sinthier. and Batrock the Leaper in, yeah. at the beginning of Winter Soldier. It was just, oh man, that boy can leap. He was, yeah. he, he, that's, wasn't He's false got advertising. Moves. And got he moves. is, he, this guy, George St. Pierre, is so excited for the Falcon Winter Soldier, I think they said in an interview is like, oh, whatever you think about the Division, uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier is going to uh, surpass it. You know, <laughs> like, how how is the Falcon Winter Soldier going to be crazier with theories than WandaVision? But it got me excited. I'm like, maybe he's right. Maybe I haven't learned my lesson to stop listening to cast members of these shows when they're trying to hype us up. Seriously, they love to hype up their show. It's like, it's going to be the greatest show. We're going to have the Luke Skywalker camera. Luke Skywalker is going to show up himself. Um, Fireworks. Fireworks. (laughs) 
So we shall wait and see if it's as crazy as WandaVision, but I hope mm-hmm. so, because WandaVision was a lot of fun. To it was a lot of fun. It so yes, fun. it was. Timeline-wise, this show takes place after Endgame, correct? Yes, it will be after Endgame. Um, from what we understand, I mean, it makes sense. He has the shield now. Uh, Cap doesn't yeah. have the shield anymore. Yeah. Cap's kind of out of the picture. Yeah. Um, so, and, uh, but we just don't know when after Endgame exactly that this is going to take place. But set photos do show construction signs reading rebuilding the world after the blip. So it could take place weeks after Endgame, like WandaVision was, or a few months. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, We also want to shout out some other cast members who might be part of the cast. Uh, uh, Carl Lumley uh, was rumored to be in this, Miki Ishikawa, and Clay Bennett showed up in one of, uh, I think it was Sebastian Stan's Instagram photos. And based on this costume, he had this star on his chest. Some people thinking he could be Lamar Hoskins, who's Battlestar, who's who's a companion, early companion of John Walker in the comics. So we're not really sure, but uh, with uh, as with WandaVision, it's very important for us to acknowledge who the creators behind the scenes are, because, mm. you know, if we had been following Jack Schaefer and Matt Shackman more with WandaVision, those are the voices we need to be listening to, because they're the people who understand how this is all coming together. They've seen the full big picture. They were there from the beginning with the pitch. Uh, right. So following their interviews this week has been figuring out what the hell what's going on in WandaVision or why they cast Kevin <laughs> Peters. Um, so in this case, with the Falcon Winter Soldier, obviously Kevin Feige is kind of the the grandmaster overseeing everything. It's, yeah, you know, he, is God. he has he is God himself. very hands-on <laughs> with this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the head writer is uh, this writer named Malcolm Spellman, who is an amazing writer. He's one of the reasons I'm most excited for this show. He worked on Empire. Uh, and the director is Kari Skogland, who is a longtime TV writer. Uh, she's worked on like everything, just like Matt Shackman had kind of worked on everything. You could look at her credits. She's like worked on Punisher. She's worked on House of Cards. She's worked on The Walking Dead, uh, a ton of stuff. Um, but Malcolm Spellman, if you ever have a chance to read this one of this guy's interviews or listen to one of his podcasts, this guy is awesome. He uh, he has confirmed that this series is going to address race and the legacy of Captain America, specifically oh, how a black man faces taking on that title. And uh, he is like, he would not be part of this show. That's like his mm. whole vision is to kind of like, no, we need to talk about this stuff. It's important. Uh, and he's got such a voice for it. He is very yeah. much kind of like Spike Lee in that regard. He's like, the whole point of media is to try to force, to challenge people's notions of what right and wrong are and to mm. challenge authority. And I'm here for it. I'm so excited. I'm uh, all about that. I'm, it's going to be like, I really hope that they can nail that commentary and um, just just explore what it's like to be Sam um, taking over this iconic role from from Steve Rogers and and. Um, there's going to be, be a lot of backlash. And um, so it's just, it's going to be interesting to see how uh, they yeah. tackle that in the MCU. Yeah. And one of the uh, references that Spellman brought up was the HBO Watchmen and how, mm. you know, general TV viewers of superhero content are kind of ready for those kind of conversations. And one of the things yeah. Watchmen did is it challenged that notion of, oh, you thought Hooded Justice was a white guy, but actually the real history of it was he was a black guy. And yeah. they were able to go back to that earlier preceding history. And that seems like something they might be doing in Falcon Winter Soldier. This isn't confirmed. This is really just a theory. But a yeah. lot of people are thinking if Carl Lumbly is part of the show, that they might be looking into the history of the character of Isaiah Washington in the Marvel Comics, who is kind of considered right. the Black Cap, who was a test subject from Steve Rogers' era. But his whole history of being an alternate Captain America was erased because it didn't fit the narrative of Steve Rogers' Captain America. Right. And I think it could be a, such a great opportunity for Malcolm Spellman in the MCU to bring in that whole uh, hidden history of the character of the legacy and 
giving power to Sam being the rightful heir to this mantle. Yeah, I'm all about that. Like, it's going to be, oh man, it's going to be so good, Eric. It's going to be so good. It's going to be good. Everything that you just said, it just got me more hype. I'm just like, yes, let's tackle yeah. these things. Let's, let's let's do it. Let's do it. Because like with, I love the direction Kevin Feige is pushing the MCU because he's not just making your cliche superhero movies. And the thing is though, he could just do that, but he's he not. Could. And yeah. He's, and he's he's making these movies with these with these messages and, and with these perspectives that are just so amazing and unique. And he's using Disney Plus in the best way to do it. So yeah let's get it let's do well, it and that's wait. the thing like with all these shows they're defying the genre you know a uh, wandavision mm-hmm. we just thought would be kind of a run-of-the-mill with some weird goofy homages yeah. like we would have a scene that took place in a bewitched reality but no they spent three episodes challenging <laughs> us being like we don't know what the show is uh and and then delved into horror in ways that i never thought they would do it's yeah. witchcraft like you know so I could see, absolutely, this is a great opportunity for them to uh, bend genre in another way and bring in some themes they've, they've rarely addressed, you know? Yeah. So I think it's a great opportunity. So just to give you guys some strict details on what this would be, it's going to be six episodes, uh, 40 to 50 minutes each. They're going to be airing weekly. We're not sure if there's going to be like two episodes in the first week. It sounds like it's just going to be one, 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 one. And then uh, each episode, I love this, has a budget of $25 million. So wow. that means a movie level budget, uh, like Game yeah. of Thrones later seasons level production value, you can expect. Um, massive action set pieces. They're going to, they're really trying to evoke that buddy action uh, genre, like uh, Lethal Weapon, Bad Boys, yeah. Midnight Run. Uh, based off trailers, you've probably seen this stuff. Like, um, there's a Fast and Furious type scene atop speeding trucks in Europe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got Point Break style aerial fights with wingsuit gliders and Sam <laughs> spinning through canyons. It looks nuts. Yeah, it's just, it's, it, yeah, it definitely looks like a $25 million per episode budget. Yeah, and, absolutely. Oh, this is literally what we need after not being able to see a Marvel movie in theaters. It's just, yeah. Just give us the Marvel Studios level content at home. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and then there is like some bar fights. I'm not sure where this is. I love a good bar fight, but this looks like it's in the Bronze Monkey Saloon. Now I got to, you know, mea culpa. I was wrong in the trailer breakdown. I thought they were scroll heads. I oh. initially thought they were ape heads, but they were, uh, you know, they actually were the Bronze Monkey Saloon. It's a place in the comics that is related oh, to the Captain America comics. So hopefully that is a place they'll go. So of all this, MT, what are you most excited about uh, as we look down the barrel of this show? I am really excited about just diving more into Zemo because Zemo was yeah. a fantastic villain in Civil War, one of the best villains in all of the MCU. And uh, just diving into just learning about his family, his fa- his family life. We got to see more of Wanda's family and WandaVision with mm-hmm. that flashback, which was a uh, very, very tragic. So yeah. Marvel knows how to fill the tragic, uh, you know, flashback <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff. So we might actually end up feeling for Zemo more, um, which is I'm really excited about because I like yeah. feeling for a villain. I like being conflicted. Like that's just like fuck up my emotions kevin just, they yes. just please just do please, it please please um, do <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah i'm yeah. i'm mostly excited for zemo how about you man what are you oh, excited? same thing uh with zemo but also with sam and bucky all three characters i think i've gotten like uh pieces of but not the complete yeah. picture in the same way that like you know uh wanda and vision when like feige announced all these series they all i mean loki i we've gotten a lot of loki i always want more of him though oh, but yeah. like those two titles WandaVision and falcon winter soldier i'm like hmm they aren't real they're kind of like the b stars of uh, yeah. the mcu they've had great yeah. moments but we don't really get to know who they are 
I'm saying this about the Winter Soldier. He has been a title character in the movie. I get it. <laughs> I sound like an <laughs> idiot right now. But uh, but even then, I still haven't gotten the complete picture. So the way WandaVision went into Wanda's history and really mm. gave us a sense of what is going on inside her mind. Vision mm. brought so much humanity to character. I want uh, Sam Wilson. I want more humanity to his character. I feel like that his whole story of what happened to Riley just kind of came and went in the Falcon or in the yeah. Falcon what's it called oh, uh, captain america's winter soldier uh i want more of that like i want to see yeah. more of what he's had to live with you know oh yeah we're definitely gonna get a riley flashback and it's gonna yeah. be so sad it's gonna be sad <laughs> yeah i think so um yeah so i'm all about it i'm very much looking forward to seeing sam's family just seeing what his whole family life is like yeah because uh, yeah the wilson family they're they're seafood folks they uh <laughs> they got a seafood stand and man i can't wait to see benji with babish recreate some of those recipes <laughs> <laughs> So uh, this is New Rockstars. We're going to delve into the theories of this show and what we can look forward to there. Uh, first, we want to give you some news from our merch partners at Epic Hero Shop. That Vision shirt, it's going dark on Sunday night at the end of the weekend. Sunday night at midnight, West Coast time. So this is your last chance to grab that latest Obsession shirt, the robot variant, an unusual couple. So grab yourself one before it is gone. However, we do have a new WandaVision celebration shirt to remind us that after everything, it was Agatha all along. Oh, also, if you, you might have guessed this, our next shirt in the latest Obsession line is going to be for the Falcon Winter Soldier. Uh, we are still working on it, but oh, the mystery boy. design is going to be revealed oh. very soon. Um, oh, but we won't do that until the Vision shirt goes dark. So it's coming. It's coming. But also a uh, little reminder that Epic Hero Labs still has nine PS5s to give away. All you got to do go to EpicHeroShop.com slash giveaway. Click on the link in the description to enter and you will see all the details. So if you are over 18 and in the United States, just enter to win a free PS5. Very, very exciting. All right, MT, what is our next What the Falcon? What the, what the F is this new shield and where did Old Cap even get it from? Yeah, so we have to acknowledge a lot of the trailer footage is focused on this shield, right? Close-ups of the shield. It's all about that yeah. shield. Uh, the Russos say that uh, Old Cap in Avengers Endgame, you know, this guy just showed up at the end and we're like, oh, that's sweet. He's an old man now. He lived a life. <laughs> Well, where yeah. did he live that life? Uh, the Russos, the directors of Endgame, say that he lived his life in an alternate branch history, an alternate timeline yeah. in the multiverse. That somehow he got back to the Prime One. The screenwriters are like, oh no, he just lived within this history and he was here the whole time in the background, not helping prevent the JFK assassination, prevent 9-11, <laughs> or help them out during the Battle of New York or any of these things. He, he could have prevented... He was playing bingo. I mean, it's a lot of no. bingoing to do. <laughs> as, as we saw with WandaVision, sometimes the writers, despite these being some of the best screenwriters working right now, do not think out everything fully. Yeah. It's hard. It's it's not easy to think through every plot hole that you're going to run into. Um, but I think we can assume if Cap was from an alternate history, that's far more interesting because it brings up the question of where did he get the shield? You know, because it clearly is a different design. It yeah. has new notches, new indentations in it. The old shield during the battle, the whole shield that Cap had pretty much the full time of the MCU was splintered, broken in half. Shattered. In the, in the game Completely final shattered. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. So this is a new one, uh, and there's a whole new story behind it. I've speculated in videos that this, if it did come from an alternate timeline, might be made of a different substance than vibranium, specifically what it was originally in the Marvel comics, proto-adamantium, uh, yeah. which is kind of like the special material. It's like a vibranium ally that's been enhanced. 
uh, ally, alloy, but it's, you know, it's allegiant to vibranium. In a way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's meant to be stronger, more durable, and it's uh, it was Weapon X's attempt to recreate that material that got them to the adamantium that they put in Wolverine's skeleton. So yeah. it's kind of linked in that way, Wolverine and Cap, their histories. Uh, so that's sure. why I think there's a chance Wolverine might show up in some way or he might get alluded to in some way. Maybe it's too soon for that, though. So I'm not, that's not the train I'm getting on MT. I'm not getting on the Wolverine train. <laughs> no, I, that would be really cool if there was like allusions towards just adamantium and, and, um, and uh, the whole Weapon X project. Um, just like, hey, it's coming. It's not here yet, but, you know, they're around. <laughs> um, I would love that so much. It's like just finding out where this new shield came from. If like, if like at what point during Cap's like stay in that alternate timeline, um, if he if, if he met up with like an alternate universe T'Challa and was like, hey man, yeah. could you just repair this for me? Because uh, I know you don't know me, but I mean, I guess he, they would know each other. It'd just be a yeah. different version. Uh -huh. Dude, time, I mean, multiverse travel, man. It's just, it's it's it weird. And you got to think like <laughs> Cap went to that alternate timeline around the late '40s, so he would have been hanging out with T'Chaka. And so that's yeah. one way, if you want to try to find a way to show Cap's alternate history with Wakanda, you don't have Chadwick Boseman, sadly, anymore. But you could just have younger actors playing T'Chaka, and that scene yeah. has a relationship with him in this alternate timeline, you know? That's very, very true. That's very true. T'Chaka would uh, definitely help him out there. I'm sure that there's a, this is probably a new shield um, fixed up from a different reality. So. Yeah. And, you know, we it has been confirmed that Chris Evans is going to return to the MCU for, or he's in, it's not confirmed. I believe he, it's confirmed that he's in talks. I don't think the ink yeah. has been signed yet. But yeah. uh, but the there are two new MCU movies that he is in talks to appear in. And mm. if it's Chris Evans, he's not going to be old man Chris Evans. It's going to be young Chris Evans. And the only way that makes sense is if he is in this alternate history. So. Yes. What is that history? Is it with him exploring Wakanda, helping them with stuff? Is he going out to free Bucky from the clutches of Hydra? I would hope so. Um, yeah, I would be. just hope this could be one way that Wolverine gets introduced. Like, because, oh. you know, their histories are so intertwined. I'm not saying it's going to happen in the Falcon Winter Soldier, but, yeah. you know, if it's just it implied that Cap... Happen. Yeah, if they give us answers to where old Cap came from, you know, yeah. that we can do the rest, Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I, I I really hope that uh, Chris Evans does make a cameo in this show because oh, it'd be great. It, it just it just feels right. It feels yeah. like he should at least be like, hey guys, what you guys doing? Shenanigans? I mean, you know, it's just I don't know. I just feel like just having that at least that flashback or 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 um you know just a detail of like all right this is where i got the shield right here's the answers but marvel doesn't like giving us answers no, <laughs> so we have to just slowly wait answers. for them drip by drip yeah. um, now would you want uh young chris evans because young chris evans would be from an alternate thing or it would be shown in flashback uh if, mm. if it stays in the present day it would have to be old chris evans and that old makeup yeah. again which mm -hmm. i feel like chris evans would be willing to do he's a trooper he's a nice guy oh yeah he's a trooper i i mean I personally would like to see old Chris Evans, uh, old yeah. man Cap. Yeah. Um, just so, you know, because like the trailers are sort of alluding to, you know, a Cap unfortunate passing. Um, oh, yeah. So it would be really nice and really touching just to, to see him go. Um, so you think like, we might open because, yeah, as you said, we saw Sam in kind of that those dark, uh, dark suit, you know, kind yeah. of uh, wistfully looking at uh, Cap's Smith Smithsonian 
uh, exhibit. So do we yeah. think we could open with a funeral for Steve Rogers, the old man, Steve Rogers? Yeah, I, I definitely think that that's a high possibility. Yeah. Um, and, but like, I just really, since Captain America is one of my favorite MCU heroes, I think it would just be really touching to have like a, a deathbed type scene with, with uh -huh. Chris Evans and, um, and Cap and Bucky. And, and it would just be really nice because uh, he, he busted his ass trying he to did. save the world uh, yeah. throughout his entire life. So that's, we, we deserve that, Kevin. Please, Kevin. Kevin! Kevin! <laughs> Kevin, please! <laughs> All right, our, our next uh, What the Falcon. What the Falcon is Zemo's plan? Like, how how did he get free from custody? Because he's out and about now. How did he get yeah. out? I mean, that's a good question. I mean, it could easily be the blip. I mean, like, okay. people... Yeah. If he disappeared during the blip and he came back and, like, in the middle of, like, I don't know, Wendy's, he's like, hey, I'm not in prison anymore. It's pretty good. I will have the Baconator. <laughs> They're like, but, sir, um, you look really mad. He's like, I'm still thinking about my family. Yeah, I'm just, I'm really upset about my family and, and the fact that I got snapped, but mostly my family. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so, like, maybe he came back with, from the blip. Maybe he uh, orchestrated a prison break, which would be a lot cooler. Yeah. Zemo would be able to do that. Um, or um, he could be released as part of a Thunderbolts-esque initiative. Yeah, um, so that's a big theory because uh, Zemo's whole uh, backstory in the comics is at some point he becomes kind of Citizen V where, yes. you know, he's like uh, trying to create his new version of the Avengers and it's called the mm. Thunderbolts. Uh, and then there's a lot of people who are tied with, tied in with it. I believe Goliath might be. They all kind of take on different names. Yeah. Uh, but then they turn on Zemo because they hate him. Uh, and they're like, we're actually going to be straight up good guys. And he's like, I am so upset. Uh, <laughs> this wasn't I give, the plan. <laughs> I give him a German accent where he's, he has closer to a Russian accent in the movie. <laughs> Daniel Brule. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see if that ends up happening. Uh, that's been kind of the speculated theory. Um, I'm not sure about that. That might be... Uh, they might lay the seeds for it. I don't think we'll see yeah. it in the show. We're talking six episodes, folks. Six episodes. Whose story is it? It's we we gotta learn our lessons from WandaVision. It is Wanda's <laughs> story. It is not Thaddeus Thunderbolt's Ross story, or whatever you think this is. Imagine if they just switch it up. It's like this is actually Thunderbolt's Ross's show. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just watching an old man just do old man <laughs> things. Just like I'm I'm taking my fiber pills now. <laughs> Time to go to work and yell at good guys for some reason because I'm just always just a downer. I'm just curious to see what uh, Zemo's role. He's such a wild card right now. And, you know, there are some shots in the trailer where it looks like he's teaming up maybe with Sam and Bucky. Or at least he's kind of uh, yeah. giving them a tour of Madripoor, leading them somewhere. Uh, so why aren't they immediately trying to beat him up and tackle him and restrain him right now? Like, what has he been able to offer them? And that's why I think there might be something Thunderbolts inspired. Like, maybe he's like, look, your government has abandoned you. You can't yeah. go home right now because of the Sokovia Accords. So let me give you an opportunity to make a new name for yourself. I mean, maybe. I mean, but, or, this could also just be a trap. Because Zemo is a it's conniving... A trap. It's a trap. <laughs> Don't trust him. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. And uh, he could just be like, hey, come over here. Let me show you something real cool. It's just like, ah, ha, ha, it's a, you're in a pit now. You fell into my trap. Um, <laughs> yeah. So who knows? Uh, that, that's a very good point. And yeah. I... I just don't trust Zemo because he's just so smart. Yeah, I never trust Zemo. So he smart. is a very smart guy. Uh, yeah, and at the end of the day, I, I think it'd be really hard for Bucky to ever trust Zemo after the way he did him dirty in Civil War. I mean, the guy made his life a living hell. He created, you know, he he led to Bucky getting his arm ripped off. And 
you know, yeah. having to go back to Siberia and fight each other, you know, and no but one likes There's Zemo. another um, thing that is very interesting because, like, because Zemo's from Sokovia, there was a chance that we could have a WandaVision tie in um, mm. with um, the show because obviously Wanda's from Sokovia, Zemo's from Sokovia. So they're both, you know, maybe they were neighbors. Maybe right. We'll, we'll see. MT, wouldn't it be awesome if we found out that whole battle that was happening in the streets the the night of the Maximoff's death, the parents' death? Yeah. That like that Stark bomb that went, that air raid that happened, that Zemo might have been on the streets in that moment. You know that he could, he looks up at the window and sees Irina Maximoff oh, closing the blinds. Like if they could that link would be it such that a way. Cool ooh, thing. Maybe. Bro, that's such a good idea. That's such a good idea. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm all about that. I mean, all he has to say is like when I was 14, I fought in this war. I don't know how old uh, uh, Zemo is supposed to be. I think he's at he's got 10 years at least on the Maximoffs, right? He's supposed yeah, to be he's in his 40s like, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, something around there. So, yeah. oh man, that'd be such a good, a really cool perspective. It's like, hey, what are you doing up there watching movies? Ah, this is Zemo's story now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I'm all about that. Now you got me excited because I just, oh man. Yes, that's so good. Now in the in the uh, teaser scene that MT and I reacted to at the top of this, there's this great moment where Sam sorts the supers of the world into the big three, androids, <laughs> aliens, and wizards. And I'm curious, uh, what the Falcon is the new threat that he's trying to sort? You know, who is he saying this, this is one of those three? Um, but let's try to just like quickly sort who he's talking about. So for Android, he would have been talking about Ultron, Vision, but maybe also Bucky, because in all the trailers, he's like, hey, you got that mechanical mind up there. Whereas Bucky, <laughs> the only part of him that's mechanical is his arm, but like he has been programmed. So it's kind of mean to Bucky that he keeps saying yeah. he's got a robot brain. <laughs> Sam's a little bit of a jerk, but that's why we love yeah. him. <laughs> uh, and I love that he calls people aliens because, you know, he's talking about like Thor and Loki and Valkyrie, people who came from Asgard, which to him, he's like, hey, they ain't from here. They're aliens. But also the Guardians of the Galaxy, Thanos, the Skrulls, the Kree, maybe even Captain Marvel because she's been gone forever. She comes back. She's got the superpower. She's an alien. I mean, yeah. I mean, Falcon show, like, imagine coming back from the blip and being surrounded by an army of just aliens being like, what is going on? What are we about to <laughs> what do? Is this? It's like, oh, we're about to go fight Thanos. It's like, oh, shoot, aliens galore. It's just uh, aliens great. everywhere. <laughs> uh, so. And then wizards were getting a uh, bigger picture because this whole debate is about Doctor Strange, whether or not he's a wizard based off whether he has a hat <laughs> or not. Uh, yeah, we got uh, Doctor Strange, Wanda, Maximoff, uh, Wong, Agatha. Presumably this takes place after, because it was so recent in WandaVision. It was only three weeks so for mm. all this stuff to be taking place, I do have this theory that it could be the multiverse's big week, and that's what we're seeing. All these series are taking place in those that three week period or that month okay. period after after Avengers Endgame ends. But I'm mm. thinking it's like a couple months. But it seems like they're still in that period of like the blip just happened. So so and so hasn't blown all the leaves off their driveway yet. Uh, everything's still kind of overgrown. The, yeah. the groundskeepers are still figuring out oh, what their shift is. Um, <laughs> so uh, we'll see. But uh, of these different uh, groups, MT, who do you think Sam and Bucky are talking about? Who are they going off to face right now in that moment? Because they know who it Zemo could... is. They know Zemo isn't yeah. one of those three. It must be some other group. Why do they consider the Flag Smashers one of those three? If they are just oh. like, a, you know, a militant group, 
it's 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 suggesting that they have some kind of advanced powers that they can yeah. do really good parkour would, or something. I would guess androids. Um, yeah. If anything, they were experimenting with um like AI and all that stuff in in Wandavision, and so like who knows? Like who knows if uh, androids or robot technology has advanced um super yeah. far at this point in twenty twenty three? I believe in, yeah. in the MCU yeah um so and that could be possibly. why yeah uh that could be why you know sam keeps making fun of uh falcon or, or bucky's robot braid he's like you're a robot you should get other robots he's like these are your like, people like, of course <laughs> it's just my arm dude um i'm wondering if like in this moment mt they might be headed off to madripoor and you know maybe the hand is involved in this so they're like who are these crazy ninjas that's i'm not saying the flag smashers are the hand but it could be that yeah. or it could be like there are we're starting to see elements of supernatural powered people on earth that they don't have an answer for and that we could mm. starting be starting to see mutants just like hints at hey this person had powers they weren't on our list before the blip now they are i don't know who this is and maybe we're yeah. starting to see signs that people have these superpowers that you know it doesn't make sense for them to have it maybe we still don't have answers about monica rambeau she had powers before she went through those hex walls so mm. maybe the MCU saying she's just one example of someone just around the world who has these like weird powers now, like their their physiology's weird, and maybe yeah. the mutant gene is the answer to that. Yeah, possibly the snap like activated something in uh, in like some cosmic part of their biology that the celestials from the past probably put in, and it's just like, all right, this tragic thing happened to humanity. Yep. let's just activate this now. <laughs> just uh, this let's, has a protective. Let's give them a consolation prize. Some of them will now have powers. Uh, yeah, but, but like, it'll be traumatic <laughs> for them. But yes, but like it, you know that they, they could just explain it away as just like, all right, the Earth is trying to protect itself, like they do in the comics. I believe in the uh, Earth X series, mm. um, and like it's just like the Earth is trying to protect itself. So let's just put mut mutants now, and like you know, people are now super powered, and like uh -huh. you know, just in case another Thanos or something comes around. Yeah. Um, so yeah, who? Knows? Yeah, it could be like a natural step of evolution, right? Is yeah. they're trying to make humanity and Terrans better fit for survival in a broader universe? Yeah. Is now their mutant genes get activated because they need them? We need to make a certain percentage of the population supernatural warriors. All right, our fifth and final what the Falcon. Let's steer right in the theory corner, MT. Uh, <laughs> what insane Marvel fan reveal can we look forward to in this series? Oh, and let's go rogue here. Let's go insane. Okay, I mean, I think that we could actually get a Zola cameo. I was I'm about to big... say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> If you follow, if anyone follows me on Twitter, I've been obsessed with the Zola thing. Yes. I, I honestly thought Zola was behind everything in WandaVision. I was oh, so convinced. Oh, nice. I was so convinced because, like, it, WandaVision takes place in New Jersey. Uh -huh. and Cap, um, his, yeah, uh, it's right there. Camp it's right there. It's right in the same right state. His, uh, his, his, his camp and stuff where Zemo, uh, Zola was, uh, was based in. So I was like, oh, man, it's Zola. But this is a more appropriate show for Zola to actually make yeah. a reappearance in and as we saw if you i don't know if you guys remember in winter soldier um where uh zola was uh, all you know computerized up mm -hmm. there was a usb drive oh so even what? though zola like his whole computer thing was destroyed there is a chance that zola could still be alive yeah because he could just be stored on on that usb stick that cap took out or just in another Hydra USB or whatever, just backed yeah. up somewhere else because we Absolutely. have the technology now. And and uh -huh. they keep bringing him back. I mean, they showed him on the background. The VFX artist put him in the background of that lab mm. in Endgame. 
yeah. he's been there three times. He is kind of like the recurring ghost in the machine of the MCU, and they love him. They love bringing him back yeah. in little forms. And even the endgame screenwriters were like, we would love to bring back Zola uh, in a way. <laughs> and uh, they actually had an idea to merge him with, with MODOK. I kind of want Modoc to be a separate thing personally because yeah. Modoc's insane and crazy and I love hilarious. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, uh, to bring back Arnim Zola in the MCU, uh, I think it's not too much to ask. It's not too crazy just to hear his voice, or if it's not uh, Toby Jones, some other actor who's like derived from Zola, like the next mm. OS reboot of uh, of Zola. <laughs> um, so Zola can, High Sierra. <laughs> can we say it? Can we say it? Uh, MT is. The the train we're on for the show, the Zola train. I think we're on it now. I think we're on the Zola train. Let's do it. Let's go for it. Why not? Or if not the Zola train, MTR and I are on one of those hand carts where we're just, you know, up and down on the. We're, we're was following it the Zola mind cart. Zola, like, Zola. 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 Oh my God. That's fantastic. They love him. They want to bring him back. And they had those plans for that Zola uh, robot body that he is in the comics that was among his blueprints back in the first adventure movie. Oh my God. I want to see I, that. I want to see it. I don't think we'll see so- it. It would be wild if we did. I hope we do. Um, I really hope we do. But there, there, we're going to be on the eye for uh, on the lookout for all kinds of insane MCU tie-ins, whether it's mutants or any kind of scrolls slash secret invasion. I'm happy taking a break from scrolls for now, since we just got one in WandaVision. Yeah. Um, and things like the Young Avengers. Like if uh, Isaiah Bradley is in this, his grandson is Elijah Bradley, who is uh, in the comics Patriot. You know, one of the Young Avengers. Uh, mm. And there's also been some theories that there might be some tie-in with black widow because originally black widow was supposed to precede this and yeah. there were some theories that maybe they would never put falcon winter soldier before black widow because there's a character from black widow who's supposed to appear in it like yelena belova or thaddeus yeah. ross or red guardian we'll see we'll see black widow has been kind of like radio silent uh this whole year other than it'll yeah. be in theaters but yeah, I don't know. It might be on its own island. It's so weird. Like, you know, now that we're moving forward into phase four, um, once Black Widow finally comes out, like going backwards in time and just being like, oh, we're we're back here in phase three, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Black Widow has been oddly silent. Um, yeah. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that one goes. But I do have another theory as to who we might see in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Go I think we it. might actually see Red Skull. Oh, uh, the man's nice. himself. The man's himself, because he he's all done. He's uh he's done two times over actually, because uh Gamora and then Black Widow. So both those versions are done. So we could see um Red Skull appear again because he's just like, hey, I'm back again. Didn't um Ross Marquand mention something like, you know, they asked him, well, now that the Soul Stone has been acquired, is your you know whatever your job is, are you? relinquished from duty for doing that and i think he mentioned that like the writers had talked to him about an idea of like red skull returning to earth and looking down on earth and being like ah yes there's so much more i can do here uh but he's like it never ended up showing up anywhere red skull would be nuts to see in this. i thought seeing red skull again in infinity war was already pretty crazy yeah, i would love I to see him myself. show up again i peed myself a lot um in the theater i was very shocked i was not expecting yeah. that one meaning um but yeah no it's i i honestly think that he could definitely make an appearance um i, I have this weird theory that there's actually two red skulls out there because we did what? have two red skulls 
Um, because we had the Gamora Red Skull that at the Gamora death. Oh, at right. A different timeline. An alternate timeline Red Skull. This 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 Red Skull. And if you see, I don't know, this is a, this is a weird theory train that I'm on. But if oh, you no. look back at the footage in in Endgame and Infinity War, as soon as the sacrifice is made, a portal shoots up into the sky. And oh, the that, yeah, the beam of light. Yeah. And that I think that that is where Red Skull went up both times. Wow. Through this wormhole, and like now he's in the process of being transferred to wherever he's going. It could, you know, it might not even um, follow within the realms of time. Maybe he's just going through time and space and like, all right, I can go into any point in in, in anything. So yeah. I don't know. That's just a weird theory that I'm I love up. that theory. But, I think that's yeah, exciting. Yeah. Uh, I, I personally want Red Skull to show back up in the MCU, but maybe something like in uh, an Avengers Secret Wars movie. He just shows up in Battle World. Oh. And it's like, yeah, Red oh Skull's back. God. You know, we that, are going to close great. out with a new segment that we're going to maybe end each episode with. It's going to break down each of the cap wannabes of the series. Because it's all about who gets to carry the legacy, who we want on our left. Uh, we're going to call it Oh Cap, My Cap. So we're going to ask which potential cap successor would you say, that's my cap. Which would you say, <laughs> not my cap. And I'll put on a cap <laughs> for this. Maybe we'll sell new caps for this. Nice. Know. Now you're undercover in the MCU. <laughs> my cover let's start with sam wilson that's my cap or not my cap that's my cap dog you know yeah. it's my cap man that's my oh cap my too God. he's great i love it like he, sam, the, the comics are so good like yeah. they're just phenomenal so yeah but what about bucky barnes bucky barnes i mean like i i really do like him as captain america but like I'm more of a Sam Wilson guy, so yeah. I'm going to say not my cap, but like sort of my cap. Yeah, I'll say not my cap to Bucky Barnes, but if he is your cap, that's okay. It's just <laughs> this version of Bucky Barnes, he just uh, yeah. he's an amazing Winter Soldier. He embodies the spirit of the Winter Soldier, but not Captain America. I wouldn't want to put him, I don't, I don't want to saddle him with that shield. It's not the burden yeah. I want him to carry. And it, it would be kind of hard for him, I feel, you know, given everything that he's done and this, his, his terrible reputation, just to be like, all right, I'm Captain America now, the face of America. I don't know if that's going to go well with a lot of people. No, um, yeah. Especially, you know, the Stark Foundation. I'm sure they're going to be like, well, mm, I don't, mm, maybe not. Arrest this man. man. Arrest him, please. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. Yes. I think we both agree. U.S. Agent John Walker, not my cap. Not my cap. No yeah. way. Not anyone's cap. Not even his own cap. He knows deep down no. he doesn't deserve this. He's yeah, got major no, imposter yeah. syndrome, and he deserves the imposter syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, how about Helmut Zemo? Obviously not my cap for the mm -hmm. terrible things he's done. Yeah. But, um, you know, in another universe, if he was a good boy, he'd be a very smart Captain America. Yeah. Um, but no, not my cap. <laughs> yeah. He, I mentioned him because he might follow the Citizen V arc where he is trying to be a version of Captain America with yes. another name. But yeah, not my cap. I like Zemo. Not yeah. my cap. What about if uh, if Carl Lumbly or if Isaiah Bradley is part of this? Not my cap or that's my cap? I mean, that'd be my cap. I mean, if, if yeah. it was cap, like initially, like, yeah, that'd be my cap. I'd be all about it. Yeah. I want to <laughs> hear his story. Absolutely. I would say that's my oh, cap. Yeah. Battlestar, if Lamar Hoskins is in this, what do you say? Not my cap? Uh, I'm going to say not my cap. Yeah. yeah Sam Wilson all the way. Sam Wilson. Yeah. He's yeah. the man. I would say he's, he would be a smaller character in this, uh, but yeah. I would hope he would be part of the team that brings down U.S. Agent. If he gets to hold the shield briefly, that'd be pretty great. Okay, now let's talk about old, old man cap, old Steve Rogers. He's still around. He might be getting buried in that first episode, but that's my cap. 
That's got to be my cap, dog. That's, That's always cap. been my cap, man. Yeah, he'll oh. always be our cap. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, he's always in here. He'll always be in here, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's going to be so sad if he does go. Um, but yeah, he'll always be my cap. And uh, and we will leave it there for now. But we'll we'll check in on these names every episode. Uh, maybe Sharon Carter could join that mix. She could be cap. Why yeah, not? Everybody can be cap. We're all cap. Everyone's cap. <laughs> um, you get to be cap. You get to be. We're all cap. <laughs> uh, but that is it for this preview episode of Inside Marvel, the one. Uh, no, I almost said the one division after show. It's not even in the script. It's our after show for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, MT and I will be back next Friday, March. March 19th uh, in the morning. I think we're going to aim for 9 a.m. Pacific time, uh, noon uh, East Coast time for our reaction to the premiere episode of the Falcon Winter Soldier and our after show. We're going to try to answer all the questions you had about the episode. So a uh, reminder to join us live using the Stereo app by downloading Stereo at Stereo.com slash New Rockstars so that you can listen to all of our shows on Stereo and you can submit your questions and theories. Hear us respond in real time and you can download the app for free on Apple and Android. Create an avatar and profile. So now MT and I are going to turn to our listeners on Stereo, our patient oh patient boy. listeners. We're going to take your questions in a bonus Q&A segment that will go up on the channel on Sunday. In the meantime, follow MT at Mastertainment on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram. Follow me at EA Voss. Follow New Rockstar. Subscribe to Inside Marvel wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for watching. And uh, we're going to leave you with our uh, favorite moment from the trailer so far. Just blank. Sweet Jesus. I mean, how old are you? 